I'm but you guys, you guys might need to, reason. you guys might need to help me with that more. Went through the night to find my place in this world. I don't even know. You guys will have to. Uh, This is Brothers of Ash, a podcast that explores how Christian doctrine should be lived out in fellowship from a Reformed Baptist perspective. The boys are back in town, or should I say locked up in their houses right now? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's more accurate. Uh, that's more accurate. Yeah. We are coming to you live from ground zero of COVID-19 2020. Um, it has been bananas, to say the least. Uh, and yeah. we are back with a vengeance, so to say, but not really because that's the Lord's. So, yeah, we're back. And, but we are back and we will figure out how this will all work because we are all remotely in each individual's house of their own. Yep. So, so as of right f- now, it's basically a lockdown, but not really. They're not locked down to our houses yet. Everybody in the Bay Area, California can't get yeah, out of their houses. That's, that's going to be that sucks. They that are sucks. Shelter in that's place. crazy. So, I was at uh, Costco the other day and uh, the line was going like inside around the whole store. It was and just they, ridiculous. Were they, were they social distancing? They better have been. Uh, six feet. I not going to happen. Six feet in between them. Not so. gonna happen. It's yeah. like leaving the room for the Holy Spirit then when you're dancing in prom night. Dang them right. <laughs> <laughs> I like that we That's tried hilarious. to move away from really crappy quality to better quality and we're back to hopefully not terrible quality i think we'll be fine all right i hope so i'm confident yeah well you look confident i'm glad you look confident (laughs) chad has faith in zoom right now people yes he does that's right zoom part of of amazon right (laughs) uh no amazon builds their own systems so we have chime why didn't we why didn't we use chime uh well, we tested it out oh, with Byron, and the good. audio was not that, that good. good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the compression rate was not par, too par. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we are definitely excited to be back. Uh, I know for you, the listener, it's been a drought for sure. Uh, yeah. Originally, we were just going to take the holidays off, and then January proved to be um, a very busy, busy month. Uh, Fitz, I know. Hit the, Fitz hit the sham, all right? Fitz hit the sham, all right? Let's be honest about that one. Yeah, I I personally, I disappeared for, uh, I well, the training was like six weeks, but all in all, it was kind of 10 weeks straight where I was uh, just gone um, with my new with, with my new job at Amazon, um, and then I was kind of finishing up at Shreddit before that. Uh, but now I am, uh, at the delivery station here in Seattle and we're still going to the delivery station. Uh, we're not allowed to be within six feet of each other. Uh, there's like cleaning crews that are constantly cleaning everything. Uh, they go through the whole building. Do you guys have to go through a machine and like get sprayed or anything like that? (laughs) Or every time someone (laughs) talks, put spray lights on the air. Yeah. Uh, that one mama you that one mama from that one middle school dude yeah he's getting lassoed up there's 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 one i work at the office all by myself not to cut you off chad um but i work all by myself in one like an office all by myself and i except for my boss is in another building next door he came over just for like half a second and then he left and i took like the lights on was like just spraying the office like crazy like (laughs) so So it's pretty awesome uh, i think the last time we talked i 
uh, I may have. Did I already start my job at JBLM the last time we talked? Uh, yeah, yeah, you had started it, but okay. I think that it's changed a lot since then, though, too. Yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. So, Sorry. yeah, um, I was doing outreach for the program that I run, and now I'm the program, the project manager. And now we, with the whole COVID thing, the building that I was working in that had my office, that's shut down to DOD or Department of Defense essential personnel. So I had to go over to the education center on Joey Base Lewis McCord. And they, okay, so how they have two soldiers at each entrance. You can't take customers, but, a, but, pers- but staff can go in there and they have to watch, watch you Purell up before you wow. enter any more of the building. And I'm like, wow, really, guys? Yeah, it's cool. Though. Uh, okay. It's just, like you might as well just shoot a thing of Lysol on me while you're at it too. But, um, so we were like really social distancing today. Like I could tell, like some of the guys that I know were like sitting like at least six feet away from me, but, um, it's been a challenge. My job is mostly face to face, you know, interaction and that's all gone away. So now I've been on, uh, the college, uh, got me a Zoom account, so that helps. But then I also went on Calendary. <laughs> Shout out to Calendary. Uh, Dude, yeah. we're using Zoom. Yeah, hey. we're using, we're, and we were just talking and about we how like much we got We have to keep cutting it off. Yeah, you have an account. <laughs> uh, that's what unlimited. That's what the college. I can't use that. That's, oh, that's, that's true. True. Nothing. We need to vote Bernie Sanders charge? then, so then we can have free free Zoom forever. <laughs> oh gosh. Hey man, we might be getting thousand dollar bills, y'all. You might be getting that UBI, that sweet I'll, UBI coming down the road. Dude. I'll take it. Be paying for it in property taxes. We'll start <laughs> yeah, we're going to be. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that's that's uh, me and Jack. Byron, I'm I'm assuming it's just been good. Even baseball? Yeah, it's been good. Baseball, river. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. No, uh, no, we've been, uh, we've we actually, actually, Sarah and I have been um, thinking about Everything. Selling, our, selling our house. Yeah. Selling our house next wow. spring. So we've been trying to just finish up. I mean, as you guys know, we, we just, uh, this last summer or whatever spring, we, you know, redid our house and remodeled it and did a bunch of stuff to it. So we've decided that we want to move next spring, but you know, with this COVID, it's kind of like, mm, I don't know how many people are going to come out. I know they do virtual tours, but interesting we want people to come into the house and see it it's easier yeah, you know it's you know yeah yeah so so it's so we've been kind of up on that and but now we are having to obviously take a back seat um frankie joined baseball so now frankie's got his little t-ball thing going on and that was cool but he only had one practice and then it got canceled and now baseball season's done for them which sucks river's been you know doing baseball forever and he uh now their baseball's all on hold now and it just you know they they went to one tournament and won the tournament um against their old coach and uh, river river like nice. shut it down pitching and then like hey he caught the final out i mean your head yeah and then he he caught the he caught the final out he caught the final out at shortstop and the the co- his old coach on this new team is uh the first base coach was playing first base coach so all mm. the boys when they won not intentionally, but he had to walk past all of them when they were like celebrating uh-huh. and it was like the coolest thing. I have a picture of it, dude. It's so cool. Are you doing the but... billionaire's walk? Just like <laughs> <laughs> no, do that. Just no. Strutting it. no, it was, it was awesome. But no, we've just been busy just with uh yeah, just trying to figure out what, what our next step is. Um, 
and uh, what that looks like for us and in what direction we need to go. So that's really just been keeping us focused. And then, you know, birthdays because all our kids mm-hmm. all seem to be very close on birthday. So, yeah, we haven't been up to too much. Just, you know, figuring well, out whether we want to move the, or not. Let's let's talk about the real breaking news. That is yeah. the Cleveland Browns signing Case Keenum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't even hear about yeah. that. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's like a three-year deal, 16 mil or something. Case Why? Signed Austin Hooper, and we signed Jack Conklin. So Another year in the dust. Yeah, <laughs> another <laughs> year closer to retirement. Your sale, Broncos. I I don't know, man. I I I think John Boy's got to do something this year, or he's fired. So it's uh, yeah. it's everything or nothing. We yeah. got we got my brother from another mother, Eric Berry, up in the Browns GM. Oh, really? Position, yeah. So, huh. yeah. So, I, well, the Colts just picked they... up Rivers, Philip yep. Rivers. So yep. that's oh, pretty, uh, I like that. That'll be that'll be interesting. That'll be interesting. Get old we won't Catholic see boy. This uh, COVID nineteen, but we'll yeah. Yeah, I know, I know. That's like kind of, that's the like, NFL is sucking us in with all these trade deals. Yeah, it's about the only thing you got going for sports right now. I know baseball is yeah. really quiet now. Baseball is making huge trades and huge jumps, and you know, with Mookie Betts going over to LA, yeah. and you know, just all these Bumgarner, you know, going to uh, what uh, AZ, you know, so the Diamondbacks, so you know, things like that. But that's you know, but that was a while ago, and now it's over, and now this COVID nineteen is destroying everything. So good <laughs> yeah. things, good thing uh, the NFL is keeping things moving. So that's good. Yep, that's not, that's not the better sport. What are you drinking right now? Because you keep smacking your lips. You share that with everybody. Oh man, sorry. No, it's um, I'm enjoying a beautiful Seven Seas Pilsner. Uh, you too good for Guinness on St. Patrick's Day, guy, huh? dude. Guinness right. is disgusting. That's like ice exactly. cream. Exactly. It, it's like it's like it having so foamy water. Bad. It's like drinking so foamy bad. water. It's nasty. So it's I don't disgusting. drink this necessarily, but I do smoke uh, Alec Bradley's The Filthy Hooligan, which is like a it's a cigar that's called a Candela, meaning it's banded with three different wrappers on it, and it tastes fantastic. It's like this minty mm. chocolate chip tasting cigar. Interesting. It's not, even, it's not flavored, but I mean, it tastes that. Yeah. Way, so. Interesting. The Boy Scouts should sell that. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. You can put those yeah, thin mints for several to... reasons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the That's cookies hilarious. that Sarah made, uh, they're like um, peppermint chocolate yeah. chip cookies. So, yeah. and they're pretty good. My fat body has enjoyed them. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So, oh yeah, and we didn't we didn't even mention Tom Brady. Yeah, like, a little breaking so, news thing. He's gonna, he's gonna retire down to Tampa Bay, baby. Yeah. Like all old men do. I was so surprised that in the same day he wrote the letter to the Patriots that he ha- already had it lined up. Like I thought it was going to be like a week or two or something, yeah. but literally, uh, yeah. NFL breaking Tom Brady is an agreement in principle to join the Tampa Bay Buccaneers $30 million deal. It says in principle though, like, that yeah. that that means it's like it's on the table. He hasn't signed. Yeah, pretty much. But, I mean, but even like got, this... got Bruce Arians. He's got another old man. He's gonna try and swindle off wisdom. I guess I don't know. I I don't know. Tampa Bay has a lot of weapons on offense. Uh, I forget the receiver's name, but he Evans. always yeah Evans, Evan. Michael Evans or whatever the yeah. fourteen or thirteen. Oh, do you see? Hold on, real quick before we get too far. Do you see? Uh, 
Stefan Diggs is over to the Bills. Yeah, dude. Diggs is with the Bills. Uh, uh, dude, David I, Johnson left the uh, Cardinals and went to um, – What's his name? What left the Redskins. Yeah, went to Chicago. The, the um, I think it was the cornerback from the Redskins. Oh, who's the guy? That just... He was on the Panthers. Josh Norman went to oh, the really? Bills. Oh, really? Josh Norman got scooped by the Bills, yeah. Wow. Dude, that's probably going dude, crazy. That's great yeah. for the Bills. I hope the They're Bills have a good year. Power well, I mean, they could, over table. Yeah, <laughs> they could go. They could go to another four Super Bowls in a row and lose them all if they want. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That oh, poor, man, that's that so poor fan base. I mean, that oh, sucks. I mean, it's one thing to like just not go to the Super Bowl. It's one thing to be a Browns fan. It's a completely yeah to go four years in a row. <laughs> yeah, it's like four years in a row, and you just it's just it's not happening. That sucks. That's uh, one. One funny thing I saw uh, during this whole COVID nineteen thing, there's a there's a lot of things oh happening, gosh. but uh, it was hilarious. I saw this on Twitter. Um, basically, this elementary school uh, in Japan um, had their graduation in Minecraft. <laughs> like, I mean, dude, it's impressive. Like, like the lengths people are going to, oh, like. And like, still do things is is awesome, but literally, like, yeah, the whole thing. They have like a picture. <laughs> do you, th- where do you, you think that they up. got to create their own character? Oh, absolutely. Oh, of course. So like, of course. I mean, okay. Like, you don't. Th- like, I mean, I know they're all block and pixelated, but it's like, do you think that they? Do you think <laughs> that they? They were like, they spent like a week, and they're like, okay, yep. I know this is coming, and you might die from this, but let's take a little bit of time oh, and let's just make a little blockhead. Yep. For ourselves. Well, just the construction of the whole venue must have taken at least a couple of days, especially, I mean, cause these kids have nothing to do. They're just at home. Yeah, that's true. So, so they constructed that's true. You know, this whole Killing. thing and then ran through the graduation It's hilarious. Wait, hold on. I'm looking at a picture of it now. Who, what kid, what kid made themselves look like a pumpkin? Was that? Oh, is that the kid on stage? Yeah. There's two kids. There's two kids oh, that dude, look like pumpkin. Great. Who's, why is that one kid floating from the ceiling? <laughs> uh, that's awesome yeah COVID-19 is sad crazy and making a whole bunch of history it's so pretty what, rough what's it, the what's like uh what has been like one of the things that maybe you've been hearing or not hearing but like how has your family Chad or Jack how has your guys' family's been reacting to this so my dad is actually on like he since the governor of Washington Jay Inslee we'll save whatever comments we have for some other time but um anyway thanks so he said thanks that, a lot for Seattle so he jerk. said that uh, I like him people yeah. <laughs> hey, hold on. people who are 65 and older need to self-quarantine themselves my dad is 71 years old and so I absolutely called him up and he's like man I was hanging out with all the old guys and we didn't have anybody under 60 excuse uh, their veterans meeting so they all got self-quarantined and he's he went to the store before he had to self-quarantine but yeah so that's definitely hurting him in the sense that he can't really interact with folks uh he swims a lot and that's taken away from him oh yeah it sucks. all the city pools are closed everything that you have contact with or that there's some sort of like germ Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are shutting that down like gangbusters. So. Oh, man. But yeah, yes. that's rough. Something rough. that's been cool is just uh, like just from friends and people I know, you know, they know the old people in their neighborhoods and they've been checking in on them, making grocery runs for them, 
Um, has your dad had any of that or is he kind of remote where he lives? Uh, he lives in a pretty, I mean, in the area of Ellensburg, he lives at, he doesn't live in the country. He lived right near where I grew up still. So he still lives on the block that I grew mm. up on. So, um, he's fine for right now. Yeah. Um, nobody's come to check on him. I'm more concerned for some people here in like a populated urban area. There's an 87 year old guy in my discipleship who said, Hey, we're not going to have you in our discipleship group gatherings, but we're still going to like call you. And we've checked on him. He's doing good. Um, but yeah, there's just some stuff. There's some older folks. We, we generally don't have an older congregation. Generally it's like what? Thirties, forties ish. Thirties is I would say age, but, um, yeah. Anyway, we have some older couples, but that isn't necessarily the makeup of our church. So hopefully our church has the idea to go to their older neighbors and check up on them and see what's yeah. up. So. Or just quit inviting old people to the church and you don't have to worry about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was kidding. Just calm down, Jack. Uh, Jeez, yeah, I can see your face. Messed up. <laughs> messed up. What's <laughs> well, crazy yeah, that's is they're that- having to make those decisions like at the hospitals, you know, yeah, like, like somebody is that is like 91, you know, is not going to get priority over someone who's yeah. six. I mean, you hear all like, the isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's Italy. rough, man. Like they're that's... letting like people in Italy, they're letting, they're seriously telling hospitals, you need to let that person die. Like straight up, yeah. let that person die. I'm like, dang, that's, that's... blooded. That's rough too, because I mean, you've got, I mean, I'm not saying that letting a life just go is easy in any, or it shouldn't be. You would think that it's not easy to just let anybody like, Oh, just let them die. Right. But it's sad that there would be people that would be like, well, we can't do anything for them. So just let them die. Just that's it. You know? And just cause it's not their family member or, or just, they just don't have the, they just can't take them in kind of thing or They just can't make room for them or they're already so close to being you know, possibly dying soon anyways. It's like, they're just not caring enough to go like, Hey, we can still try though. Cause this is life. Yeah. You know, it just, it's really unfortunate. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. It's been intense. And I'm just like curious to see how long this like lasts. Um, a lot of, a lot of people, in the summer. yeah, it, dude, it's nuts. You know, the government is talking about a thousand dollar paycheck, but what I'm thinking about is everybody, you know, almost, 50, 60% of America lives paycheck to paycheck, yeah. you know, and yeah. you know, the poverty line before this was X, right. And those people, when it comes to it, you know, they, they have to, uh, they don't have the money. They got to take it from someone or something. And then, you know, when something like this happens, that poverty line goes up. And so it just gets more and more intense. And so like, that's, that's the only thing that I'm worried about is the longer this goes on, how is the government going to support and uh, hopefully eliminate chaos? Because already, like like I said, I went to Costco and it was a madhouse. Oh, yeah. I, like I called Janelle. I was like, I got to get out of here. Like I can't, like I feel like I'm going to get stuck here essentially. Wow. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't gone to any stores or anything. I mean, other than to get gas, but all the gas stations yeah. have been pretty, you know, empty um, so I mean, f- for myself, I haven't gone out other than maybe, oh, I went to Dick's with Frankie and river, yeah. but it was like, you know, but no one's really probably looking at sports stuff. So it's just us three. Um, so I haven't seen yeah. like anything for myself cause I just go straight to work and home. Um, I've been, it, to, so. I've been to a Fred Meyer and a Safeway and I mean, they're done. So toilet paper, 
Okay, I, I do. Okay, can somebody explain to me the toilet paper craze we've had? This is unexplainable. Well, like, I think it's because I don't think that people were worrying that they're going to have diarrhea. I think people were just thinking like, man, I need like the necessities. Like, what am I going to wipe my butt? But the thing is, but, but people just jump in the shower. Just jump in the shower. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's well, off yeah. in the sink. I mean, don't rinse your butt you off in the been, sink because that's nasty. But I'm just saying. Have you ever been camping? Day, yeah, you've never been camping? Go to the no river. No one's been camping? Like, Use a hose. You've Japanese been hosed in the backyard, toilet. right, when you are a kid? Should, they should realize that the United States of America needs to invest in Japanese toilets right now. <laughs> Squatting holes? Rolls, voice. Boudet. Boudet. Um, oh, the boudet. Toilets, all right? Spray your butt. Those things shoot up water in, up in yourself. And clean yeah. you all up good. All right. I'm just saying that right or now. Or you could just use wipes. You don't have to you don't I have to have mean, some no. water spray up in yeah, your booty hole. Okay, so, work, so so I know, flushable but... flushable wipes yeah. are amazing. Like yeah, I agree. Like we we use them for Blake and like I've started using them. Like it's good. Oh, I use them all but the time. Moisturize your little yeah. booty. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Which reminds me, I have a funny video that I need to share with you guys after this. It's disgusting, but it's okay. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> a guy's just That's being awesome. resourceful about his toilet paper. But anyways. So. Um, all right. So for the <laughs> listener that, you know, wants to get to the meat, meat and potatoes, uh, we have an exciting announcement that, you know, this six series set is going to be on <laughs> biblical manhood. Yeah, so we went into this on one episode, but obviously this is something that we can break up into six. And I think that, uh, or we all basically, you know, thought that um, it would be or really cool. Many. So yeah, uh, basically, you know, the flow of the series, we're going to do six episodes. And today's episode is kind of a, a catch up, um, but also like an overview. Uh, and then the next couple episodes are going to be on um topics within biblical manhood uh i don't know should we spoil the topics should i go through the topics no because no? then no. because then we'll have to okay. hold to the topic if yeah. Like, yeah you know what that you know that just yeah, doesn't roll true. this time <laughs> yeah sorry mr or mrs listener we yeah. want to be uh have as much wants to be really prepared <laughs> <laughs> yeah not today um so yeah, uh, Jack, you shared um, with us when we were talking yeah. about all of this, uh, Philippians 2, 3 through 11. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and just read through it, and then we can just dialogue. Uh, because like as we were researching this, um, I think that there were a lot of good things shared. But I think that like this set of scripture really set up the six-episode set. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of good things in this. So, you know, if you're listening, hopefully someone is besides our uh, spouses or at least, well, really just Sarah, because Janelle listens sometimes, you know, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Sarah has been dying to listen to this. Sarah, Mary, my beautiful wife. All right. We need to have that That's guy again stuff. now that we're doing this. Yeah, we do. Yeah, for sure. Did you see the uh, video he put Hand washing thing with the peanut yeah. butter? <laughs> and the knife. And, and the like the, knife the, boi the boiling water. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. Uh, anyways, uh, what, what's his name on Instagram? Is it? 
Uh, happy happy marriage? I, I think it's happy marriage. Um, yeah, so the only way to find this guy is to find a mutual <laughs> friend. So if you want to watch yeah. the video, follow me, Jack, or Byron, and then look up uh, it's, happy marriage. It's underscore happy underscore marriage. Yep. Yeah, so go ahead and give him a follow. Check out his videos. They're hilarious. Him and his wife are extremely talented, and they uh, do uh, a kid's show called Mr. Moosey. Um, but anyways, now a shout out to the word of God, uh, Philippians two, three through 11. It says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, consider others as more important than yourselves. Everyone should look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. Adopt the same attitude as that of Christ Jesus, who existing in the form of God did not consider equality with God as something to be exploited. Instead, he emptied himself by assuming the form of a servant, taking on the likeness of humanity. And when he had come as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even to death on a cross. For this reason, God highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. The Father. Shabama. That was the CSB. Yes, it was. That's the Camden Street Bible right there. Uh, yeah. So what? What? What is CSB? Like I saw uh, that and I was like, so it's the Christian Standard Bible. It was called the Holman Christian Standard Bible or the HCSB, but then they, but Holman, Holman's now the distributor, but they took off the H, so then they just made it the Christian Standard Bible. Uh, it's actually a little bit different too. What 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 you call it before the Christian Street Bible? I called it the Camden Street Bible because Dougie Logan's calls it the Camden Street Bible. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that. Camden. So anyway, um, yeah, he uh, CSB is really good. Uh, Tom Schreiner, uh, who is a professor at Western and a professor at Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, he is one of the editors along with a lot of other. Um, I'd say valued and honored scholars, mostly Baptists. But um, yeah, I think it's a good translation. It's trying to be dynamic in that it's trying to take the word for word and the thought for thought and really making that um, translatable and readable. So anyway, that's my plug for the CSB because I'm a CSB person. Sweet. But um, so yeah, so you know that whole scripture and whole we're basically basically going to be covering for this six episode set, uh, which will be pretty cool. Um, I guess my first thing to throw out there is that you know a biblical man must first know, love, and serve Jesus. So I wanted to spend, or we wanted to spend some time talking about that. So Byron, since you're the most distracted right now. What do you think about that? Well, I have children running around, so and it's yeah. not. I'm actually thinking. Control about what your you're household, saying. you biblical man. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad you just showed up to your household, you jerk. Um, no. Jake's crying downstairs. Yeah. Yeah. Janelle's just like, oh my. <laughs> no, um, but I have my podcast. Yeah, yeah. More important. This is my kingdom up here. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Well, what do you what do you want me to answer? I mean, because well, honestly, well, the thing that's I, okay. I think everything stems from identity in Christ. I mean, that's that's I mean, if 
if we're going to talk about there goes episode three <laughs> no that's not true it's episode one well loser actually it was four but um you know i today like i did um you know some some a little bit more deeper thinking of just like you know to be a biblical man and, and live out a life for christ where where do we where do we start you know obviously with christ but it's like but we i need to know what my purpose is for being a man right sure so um and in that like my identity is revealed and then and then hopefully through that then i can continue to live that out right and what that looks like so i came across this quote actually from desiring god i don't get on there very much but i thought this was like really neat um christian selfhood is not defined in terms of who we are in and of ourselves is defined in terms of what god does to us and the relationship he creates with us and the identity he he appoints for us God made us who we are so we could make known who he is. Our identity is for the sake of making known his identity. As I was reading that, like I started asking my question, like, why is this quote, why is this quote something that as when I read this, like, why did this make me stop and go, huh? You know, like, what is the saying more? And, and, and I thought of a couple, like a few things, like one of them was like, we don't look at, we shouldn't look to ourselves to find who we are or who I am starting off. Um, and that God is the one who created, you know, us, me for the purpose, for his purpose and desire, according you know, to his will that we read mm-hmm. in Ephesians one. And then another one was just to, like I said, just to make him known and to glorify him, to do good works for his glory and how that looks in, in our life day to day. It might look different from how you glorify God through your job or how I glorify God through my job or raising of my children. But it's at the end of the day, does, does it point, does it draw me nearer to Christ or does it point others to Christ? I mean, and I think as yeah. men, that's, that's what we should be doing is to be pointing continuously others to Christ and not to ourselves and try to lead them in a way that is for our own self glory. Um, so that's just kind of like, I think just starting with our identity of who we are and what our purpose is, is really important. So yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of things that I thought about. I mean, like the Westminster confession of like, you know, what is the chief end of man? And you know, to man's chief end is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. You know, those are things like in, in, in my life, am I glorifying God through how I am relationally with like you guys, or am I being in my relationships with my children? And I know we talked a little bit about this in the, in the previous podcast, but you know, it's things like that. When we, when we know who, what our purpose is, it, it, or at least I seem to understand like the more of me knowing what my purpose is from God through scripture, it helps me then be able to then live my life in a way that isn't, um, worried about like, you know, this COVID-19 in a way that it yeah. like, I'm in a panic, right. Or, um, or not feeling like I need to save my children, you know, um, you know, but it, but it encourages me to then more want people to know their freedom in Christ also, and for them to have their identity in Christ to maybe free themselves from not free themselves, but, you know, be free of like addictions to whatever it may be. But I don't know that's kind of just like the being the biggest thing is how, how does my, my identity, I have to start with my identity first in Christ and what that means. Yeah. yeah that's I where think, I'm at. <laughs> uh, a big one there is finding purpose. Uh, you mentioned like mm-hmm. uh, receiving and having purpose. Uh, when our church started the Roman study, um, we got started for a couple of weeks and then like halfway through, 
uh, me and Janelle uh, wanted to uh, share it with my brother who mm-hmm. over Christmas wanted to uh, be more in the Bible and stuff. And uh, so because it's available online, uh, we sent them study guides so that they could do it with us. And we've talked a couple times, uh, like we met and went over the first week, like two weeks ago. And then, uh, we're supposed to go over the weeks, like two and three, this next discussion. And, uh, so we're like a little bit behind because when I was gone, I like, I, I remember sitting through a few services, but like my mind wasn't there. I was holding Jake, you know, Janelle's working downstairs. I have to fly out in six hours. Like, It was just crazy. So, so it's good that I'm that like, we're going back through it, but like our first discussion, like Trey's question was, uh, or I totally just said his name, whatever. He doesn't care. Uh, he doesn't listen to this podcast anyways. Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, he was just like super honest. He was just like, you know, the biggest question that like that was posed and like, I want to figure out is, you know, what is my purpose? And, uh, every single person, no matter who you are, uh, has, has to, and like strives to have purpose in something and, uh, to have purpose in something that has no hope and is not eternal. Like it's just for here on earth. I don't know. So would you, would you say, how'd you follow up? Like, I mean, would, you know, yeah. would you go with that? Well, as soon as I, I don't know, as soon as someone starts talking about that, I, I instantly like went right back into your shell, didn't you? <laughs> no, uh, I was like, Oh boy, here we go. Right. Yeah, it's going to sure. be a tough one. Yeah. And, and then like, as soon as he started to stop talking, uh, you know, I just kind of paused and I was like, I was like, okay, well, what's my purpose? And instantly it's like, you know, God, right now I know for sure God's purpose is for me to raise these two boys. He's given me, you know, in Jesus so that they know Jesus, love Jesus and serve Jesus. And then, uh, instantly my mind went straight to Janelle, but I paused and I was like, I could say right now that like, she also is someone that God's given me a purpose for to, to, to like disciple, disciple her and love her well. Um, but that's an area that I've always struggled in, um, of like, you know, really loving her well, uh, and leading her to, you know, what Christ wants her to be. And, um, you know, so I kind of told trails, like, you know, I know, you know, the, the, my purpose for right now, and I know where like, I'm doing pretty well. I know where I'm doing bad, but then when you sit back and think about the big picture as well, like, you got to think about like, all right, I know God's purpose for my life right now, but what's the big picture purpose. And I also told him, I was like, I was like, don't get so focused on like the big picture. Like people go big picture and they just think like, all right, God wants me to be a missionary or, you know, do something crazy or be a pastor. I was like, like, dude, it's not always that like, like literally your purpose right now may just be that, um, you need to be in the Bible more. Like God wants to connect with you and you need to like start loving your family more and teaching them more about Jesus. And, um, you know, like get involved in a church and stuff like that. And so like, that's, that's his purpose for you right now. And then later it may change. Um, I, I think that we're like, we're never going to know God's full purpose until it's revealed and it's happening. 
Sure. And I think, I think, I think always looking left, you know, left to right, you know, and looking at everybody else and trying to um, see what everybody else is doing instead of, you know, it's instead of looking to Christ and like going to your, you know, the scripture and being like God and praying about these things, like what is my purpose? You know, like if we continuously look left and right and stuff, then we're always going to be looking maybe at the next fad or the next Christian thing that might be going on and start following those little, I don't know, whatever little cultural things and stuff and not understand like, well, my purpose isn't to look like other people. My, my purpose is to look like Christ. And then how do I, you know, live that way? I think to the, the, the easiest answer, but it's also the hardest answer to, Mm -hmm. to figure out is, okay. I I know that Jesus is saying that I should love God Mm -hmm. above everything else, but how do I love my neighbor and who, and who do I have compassion for and who do I have these life experiences with in which that's my, that's my purpose. Yeah. You know, so for, I'd say guys like myself who were in the military, got out, um, you know, came to, I came to faith my freshman year of college, um, pretty early on in that sense. And then, um, when I went in the military, had these really harsh experiences and then came back. And now it's kind of popping up again with this whole COVID stuff. Cause I thought like, Oh, death's death's over there. You know, mm. that's not going to affect mm. me. It's over there. You know, we, we see people die from pretty menial things, but now this thing is like almost like nine 11 invisible nine 11. Like who's mm. the terrorist? We don't know. But I think that if you are looking, you know, where am I at? How can I serve? I think those are just simple things to start identifying and then saying, oh, I was put here for this particular place for this particular time for this particular. So you're saying like emerge yourself more in like a way of being a servant to other people so that in through in that and through that you'll go, oh, okay, this is where God's pointing me to. Well, I think I think that's yeah, that's the implication. But I think the the thing that you need to think about is where am I living at? what sure. what are some things that i feel strongly about uh you know whether that be certain injustices going on in your city or whatnot or uh, some other things going on in your city that are affecting maybe people in the church or people in your city and then on top of it it's like okay how can i help or like with my job i'm helping out service members all the time getting into higher ed and so that's something that i'm very passionate about because i've had a background in it but um that's that's something very unique to me versus Chad's experience is going to be different than mine. Although we're both vets, that's something different. So yeah, well, he hangs, he hangs out with rich people now up in high high sky towers and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Monocles and what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> do, right do not pass go. Do not pass go. Do not collect the other dollars. <laughs> <laughs> anyways yeah moving on chad right can't talk about it <laughs> oh you're high-end friends now i just just to say like okay we have to break and just talk about this for a second like um like i started uh by you know joining the army like jack and um you know i served four and a half years and then used that money went to college Started as a driver at Shredit, you know, making like thirteen fifty an hour, 
And, you know, I remember at that time I was like feeding Janelle, feeding me, paying the mortgage. Janelle was nannying on the side to like, so we could buy food. And, um, I I just remember, dude, I just remember (laughs) not being able to do anything and just having no money and just thinking like, what are you going to do? God, like, 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 is this, is this it? Like, am I going to get my break? Like, when's my break? And, uh, I, I, I remember running route in downtown Seattle, just like, man, maybe one of these guys in one of these offices will like recognize my hard work and like ask me to work for them and all this stuff. And like, my mind was so centered on, um, you know, my progression and my wealth and all that stuff. And, um, it took many years for me to like not focus on money and status. And, uh, um, I remember, uh, early last year sitting with one of our pastors and he talked about money and how I would, uh, spend it however I wanted, but would limit Janelle and this whole thing. And, uh, I had to repent and I did. Uh, and then later that year, uh, you know, my work got really bad at now that was stericycle at that point, still doing the shred thing. But anyways, um, you know, I was looking elsewhere for a couple of months and couldn't find anything at all. And then, uh, just randomly right after or before Christmas, um, saw an opportunity at Amazon, uh, a friend of mine, you know, referred me and I got the job and I don't know, I, like just before that, like November, I was like, I was like, God, I'm sorry. I'm doing the same thing I was doing before where I was just like hunting for my own thing, my own status, you know, the next step, uh, and, you know, repented and, and then it, you know, he gave me a gift and it's just, I don't know what to say, but I'm definitely grateful for like what he's given me. Um, and what it's going to give to like, you know, Jake and Blake and Janelle. Um, so yeah, definitely grateful, but it's well, hilarious at the same time. Why is it hilarious? Please. Cause you guys make fun of me. Oh, cause you're rich. Cause you're I'm rich. not rich at I, all. I appreciate you just hanging out with us right now. You're Thank stupid. You. Thank you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> No, I, I like, I, I appreciate that because I mean, I mean, you even hit it like the verse that we are, in, you know, Philippians two that we went over is like, do nothing out of selfish ambition or conceit, but humi- mm-hmm. humility count others more significant than yourself. It's like, you see, it's awesome that God, like it was able to reveal that to you that like, yo, you're, you're being selfish. You know, you're, you're just about yourself. Like you're, you're not worried about your family. You might say that you're worried about your family, but you're not like really worried about your family. You but know? like, the the thing, up, the thing that's good too is that uh, if you look at all the confessions, they usually start out with who is God or who is the chiefest being of them all, right? And they talk about who is God. And if we're looking at that through that lens, like look at how humble God the Son is, mm. right? In humility. Like God, it was in perfect community within himself, within the whole being of God, Father, Son, mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, right? And we see that God is humble in the person and work of Jesus, um, you know, second member of the Trinity. And so I think that that's that we should, if we're worshiping, we're not um, sometimes, I think, 
too often. We think that uh, we need to somehow work towards repentance. Mm -hmm. But uh, Michael Lawrence, this pastor down in Portland, I went to Nine Marks thing a couple weekends ago. He said we should worship, we should be worshiping towards repentance. It's mm -hmm. only when you start worshiping God is when you actually see the fruit of repentance because you're focused on him all the time. And so that's a huge thing versus oh, I'm working towards repentance or I'm working in repentance. No, I'm worshiping repentance or I'm worshiping towards repentance. I think that that's pretty key because our society is so built on. Well, then, it's, oh. then it, that takes the that takes that off of you too. Like oh, that's absolutely. not that's not like a load on you. Like oh, I have to do this, or or you're earning this um, atonement, you know, by yeah. trying to be on God's good side. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. like look what I've done. I think that um, that kind of ties into our next thing we want to talk about or talk about. It says a uh, biblical man must spend time with Jesus to act like Jesus and begin to reflect Him. So, you know, Jack, where you're talking about like actively worshiping Jesus, that's, mm -hmm. you know, spending, you know, time uh, with him and praising him and uh, dedicating, you know, your money to him and his people and the church. Uh, you know, it's all about like uh, that, like, like even to worship God, it takes sacrifice of your own time essentially. Right. And so like you're dedicating that section of time to him, that energy to him. Uh, and then, on, you know, there's many other ways to worship God as well. I think the biggest thing that we're dealing with in sort of these evangelical Christian circles and reform circles is this whole, like, I want to be known thing. And I don't, I don't see Jesus chasing after celebrity at all in the gospels. And I think it's, uh, and that's, you know, that's what one of my professors said at Western. He's like, I don't see that at all. And on top of it, how dare you <laughs> uh, try and make your church your platform? Like, mm. it's like that's you're you're trying to you're trying to profit off your people instead of actually shepherding the flock. So I think we're dealing with a lot of stuff like that in our day. Was that a slam towards Dark Crystal? I could have been. It was a little, <laughs> okay. little slight okay. right, right now. Right. Um, anyway, so I think, yeah, I mean, look at look at the person and work of Jesus too. I mean, look at how Jesus removes himself from the crowd. He's like, no, I got to go spend time with my father. Mm. Are we doing that? Um, or are yeah, we well, <laughs> well, it's usually like in yeah. something that we've got going on right now with the, you know, the COVID-19, it's like, are we only coming to Christ now because there's something that's so pressing and oh yeah, why are we not, why have we not been doing this? Yeah. You know, it's kind of like the whole thing. Like people keep making jokes, like y'all washing your hands and worrying about sanitizing stuff. Like, why haven't you been doing that this whole time? Kind of thing. You know, well, it's I like, mean, we only, you know, it. that the, uh, the, the flu that comes every year, from January till now has dramatically uh, killed less people. And it's because everybody's washing their hands. It's not spreading as quickly, you know, like if we just simply do that, if we simply wash our freaking hands, like. And spray it's spray like here. Well, I think that the, the <laughs> yeah. thing too, biblically you see is that this time is kind of like what the Bible talks about when Jesus will return. Will the master come back to his household and his servants are getting drunk mm -hmm. and not clean and not taking care of the household of God. 
and being, you know, do you think that this could be like one of those things where not to go too much off topic, yeah, but mm-hmm. this could be one of those things I've been thinking about this and I've heard, and I heard a little bit about this. Uh, people just kind of throwing it around, heard, heard, but man, you're making me distracted. Uh, dude. You're going to be honest right now. <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> Did I just get you? Did I just throw um, you that far off? Do you think that this is one of those things where maybe God is kind of purging his church? I would say, dis- I don't know about purging. I would say possibly disciplining, but also disciplining mm. us in the sense that it's like, you say you love your neighbor. I'm calling you out on that. Cause huh. I'm a, I'm and then a, on top of it, it's like you, you mm, love, you mm, love to be mm, in a fast paced society uh nope it's like yeah you slowing down so so i'm gonna I say I don't, that i don't necessarily think that the virus is from god i'm just saying god's using that in order to discipline us hmm. so i would say that like literally like we live in a fallen world and like sin is among us and that's why bad things happen yeah. so this is just another virus I don't think that it's anything like, but I would say it's a time also to learn from what, I mean, it's like, Oh, it's not like, you know how we perpetuate like safety and cleanliness. And then now like people are dying because we're not being cleanly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like that's basically what's going on right now. So I think that's kind of, I don't don't know. I think that's a little bit ironic from, from what I've seen within, you know, church history and stuff. But I mean, that's not to say like the like there's a giant building on fire in the middle of the city. Like the church is supposed to be that firefighter going into that building and doing the work of a firefighter to try and love their neighbor and save that person, right? Like sure. that's our call. And that's always been the call throughout the church, throughout all of church history. And are we going to do that? It's kind of like our time to like put up or shut up, you know? Hmm. Yeah, I've seen a lot of activity uh, – um, you know, people loving their neighbor and um, taking care of people. Uh, but then it's hard to take care of people when people hoard everything that you sure. can use to take Absolutely. care of people. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it makes them dangerous for other people and it's going to just make it dangerous for you when the resource is gone. So, yeah, exactly. That's crazy. Well, um, Jack, you had those cards that you shared earlier. Yeah. You should put legit. like a link. You should put like a link. Yeah. Show notes, this. y'all. Yeah, in the show notes, so then people show can notes, see y'all. that. That well, was a really great way. I think we're going to start – I think we're actually – our local church is actually going to start doing that with our logo and stuff on them. Oh, that's for, cool. That's so cool. I think, that, I think that was just a placeholder, but we're going to work towards that within okay. the local church to get that going. I think that's cool. I think it's like – I think it's awesome. a great idea. It's a simple way to just say, here's who I am. Here's my number. If you yep. – Thing, call me yep. i'll be there i'll do this let me know yeah. it's like it's that easy and yeah. if it's if if it's that easy to love your neighbor it's like dang yeah that kind of feels convicting yeah it took so long right <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it's almost feels- like you know like <laughs> we should always be going to our neighbor like hey are you doing okay you're like yeah. 79 years old yeah. in a wheelchair and no one else is taking care of you Yet I yeah. live next to you and it's been, it, it takes COVID-19 for me to say like, Hey, how can I help you? Yeah. That's, that's a good point. Well, I think, I think it's like one of those things. It's like, uh, you know, we talk about how God is sovereign as Christians or some of us, not all of, but, um, you know, we talk about how God is sovereign over things, over everything. 
And then when something like this happens, we become so fearful, almost like we forget that he's sovereign or we, or, and then it makes you think like, well, did I even actually believe that or was in it? my, in yeah. my own panic, yeah. you know, or yeah. that when God, when God, you know, tells us to go and make disciples, like, was he, was that a suggestion or is he like commanding us? Right. It's like, no, he's commanding you to do that. He's, he's telling you to go do that. Yeah. It's, and bring it's, hand sanitizer. And bring hand sanitizer and toilet paper. Uh, <laughs> or spray bottle, whatever. I don't know. Whatever. whatever. And some dinner, y'all. And some dinner. Dinners. Oh, yeah. I forgot. They got to eat, too. Yeah. Um, you know, so. Dogs got to eat. <laughs> um, so, like, we kind of, uh, the like, like, biblical man, you know, we talked about identity, purpose, mm-hmm. uh you know, we're, we're kind of seizing Christians and believers of Jesus followers of the way, if I want to be specific. Um, cause there's a lot of people that say they're Christians. Hashtag Is tattoo idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the way <laughs> you got me the one tattoo idea I have, but yet have followed through with. Um, all right. So yeah, what I was going to reemphasize is that like, we all can agree that, you know, first you got to know who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. And after that, you love him mm-hmm. and then you serve him. You know, if, if God reveals himself to you, uh, you're going to be perplexed. You know, you're going to be, your life's going to change because you're going to know the truth. And then you're really going to fall in love with God and what he's done for you. And then you're going to serve him by serving everybody and sharing him with everybody. Cause you want everyone to experience what you've experienced. And what right. you're gonna experience for eternity, because you got hope. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I would hope. I would hope that, like you know, as as a person that you find your identity in Christ, like you know, that you would understand that you have purpose. You know, you you have value, and there's a, there there's a standard now to live by. It's not just mm-hmm. going with the flow. You know, there's now um, a, a new way of living that now honors God. It's like looking less like a tribe of, of other people and individuals and looking more and more like Christ completely transforms everything through a lot of this has like made me think of so many different ways of how, how, if I, and just question myself of, am I mirroring Christ? Am I being that person that is, loving and self-sacrificing and caring to my mm-hmm. neighbors and not just my neighbors, even to my kids. I mean, because parents, we can, if, if we're fearful of things, like we can portray that and put that weight on our children. You know, am I being good steward to my children by if I'm terrified of something and like, how does that then show my relationship of Christ and my love and knowing that God is, I mean, what's better than being with God. So why should I fear death in that? Right now, mm-hmm. of course we need to be cautious about things. I think it's unwise to just jump it jump into something. Sorry about that. Um, and just be like, Oh, I'm just going to go over to your house and just get in your house. And I know you've got this thing knowing that I will also come home to my children, you know, and my wife and could potentially spread to other people, loved ones or friends or whatever. Um, so I think having precautions are important because that could be selfish also. Yeah. I think just you know. exercising, um, wisdom out of yeah. faith is, a, yeah. uh, I don't think you're going to get anywhere with, uh, panic out of fear. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I think Absolutely. there needs to be a, a striking of balance when you're like, Hey, government says this, 
Yeah. Okay. I, I know it's like, what is, what does scripture say? Okay. Scripture sure. As to honor the emperor, local magistrates. Okay. They're not, mm-hmm. the government isn't my savior right. necessarily, but okay. I'm going to honor what God is doing in the government and I'm going to listen to them. And then, yeah. okay. Yeah, I sure. love my neighbor through that. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it's, it's going to be, t- I'm not going to say this is easy right now because it sucks. Um, being quarantined for, you know, and then not having legitimate human interaction is yeah. not the way we recruit, you know, this is not the way we were created. We are created Correct. To be, uh, living with other people in community, having very serious conversations, sharing meals together, uh, living life together, and then this happens. So hopefully this is also a wake up call to people to say, oh, hey, you know, this is what it means to be made in the image of God. Um, and I think part of that being biblical manhood is, um, really looking at, like I said, it's looking at the personal work of Jesus. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's not by accident (laughs) that Jesus comes in and takes on male humanity for a reason there. Um, because I think most of the times you see Israel and how they failed as through their male kings. And so Jesus is like, you guys suck. I'm going to show you how it's really done. <laughs> and he does yeah. it. Um, I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, well, I think I mean, that's, I think that's a, I think that's part of biblical manhood, but I think right now there's being this like really weird amalgamation of biblical manhood that says we were made to be Kings and not, peons and peasants and so i'm not gonna i'm gonna raise up men who build their own businesses and blah but it's like how is that fulfilling even this text that we're looking right now at you know philippians 2 3 through 11 you're supposed to be humble bruh uh it's like you ain't doing you ain't got you know a nickel's worth of that right now so yeah I think Byron, you said something at the beginning of what you were talking about. Uh, You're talking about uh, Jesus' standard. I think that like a series on biblical manhood, like we're going to talk about a lot of stuff, but it all, (laughs) I don't know. To me, it just like, basically we're as men, like we need to live up to a standard. Like God has a high calling for us. Um, and we need to continually look at Jesus as the standard and measure ourselves to him, uh, which can be daunting um, because I think you first have to realize that you're never going to be exactly like him at all. So it's like, you know, don't, don't freaking kill yourself here. But basically like, you know, Jesus is the standard of a man. Like you want to know what a real man is? Like Jesus is the man. Oh, um, roasted. Yeah. And so like, you know, as we look at different, you know, attributes of Christ, I will, I'll say, uh, you know, Byron, you, you hit it on the head. Like it, it first, it first starts with your identity in Jesus. And, uh, I just wanted to share, um, Galatians two twenty uh, to that point, basically it says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. 
um, there's, I mean, the reality there is that like Jesus has died for me. Um, I'm not, you know, it's my, my life isn't about me anymore. Like I've been saved by Jesus and he is going to, uh, protect me. You know, he covers my sin. Um, and now, you know, like I can then emulate what has been done for me. And like, so to like basically say that, uh, you know, biblical manhood to me is emulating Christ essentially. Well, I mean, yeah, because where are you going to go if you copy anything else? You're going to end up like you. Yeah. (laughs) Just kidding. Messed up. (laughs) That was a, that was a, Deep dig. <laughs> Keep it above the belt, gentlemen. Keep it above the yeah, belt. That, that was below the belt. <laughs> I apologize. Um, yeah. Still love you, kind of. Yeah, love you too. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> well, I think it's, it even goes back with like what you, you know, that verse that you just wrote, read, the Galatians uh, 2.20. I've been crucified with Christ and it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And it's... And, and then actually it even goes like even what it says after in the life that I now, I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the son of God who loved mm-hmm. me and gave himself for me. It kind of reminds me of, of what Jack just talked about, about the burning building where to be like the quote unquote firemen will say, right. That we are to be sacrificial in our responses and how, not just in our words, but like also in our deeds, mm-hmm. you know, of how we love people. It's not just a, it's not just, I'm not just giving you lip service, you know, like we need to, as men, the church, I mean, this goes across the board also, but we should be living to a life of action and not just one that is just, okay, I'll pray for you, you know, or, you know, can I bring you, Hey, you know, I'm i I'm the, you know, when somebody passes away or something like, Hey, I'm there for you if you ever need me. And then never there for them, nope. never reaching out and calling them, you yeah. know, stuff like that, you know, checking in with them. I mean, that's, I mean, if you can't be with them physically, I mean, even just calling them, just talking on the phone for a little bit, you know, just little things like that, you know, getting into the dirtiness of people's lives, you know, makes a huge difference. Speaking of dirt, dirtiness, uh, are you looking for an irres- irresistibly soft toilet paper and a long lasting roll? Charmin has got you covered. Charmin Ultra Soft Mega Roll is the same great softness you love, but just more of it. More convenient, more value, and more gas per roll than our double roll. So you can change the roll even less often. Charmin Ultra Soft is our softest toilet paper ever, so it is harder than ever to resist. It is two times more absorbent, so you can use less than leading bargain brand and make it last longer through COVID-19. Thank you. <laughs> Chad, Chad tried to get us that sponsorship money right there. Yeah. <laughs> Does COVID-19 sponsor up, anybody either? <laughs> that was perfect, Byron. Thanks for the setup. Yeah, hey, hey, I, it was an unintentional. But, you know, hey, if those bearers, I mean, they want to, uh, you know, sponsor a little bit, throw money uh, our way. I'm cool with yeah. that. Yeah, don't, don't, don't worry about what you'll be pooping. Just, um, just, just worry about what you'll be wiping. You know, it's, don't, what, it's don't not don't what goes into beans, a man that right? defiles him. It was what comes out. <laughs> <laughs> My biggest thing is like wow. the first aisles that should have been gone out of stores 
were soup. beans, rice, soup. pasta, soup, yeah. all the cans, man. Yeah. The, first, the, the preserves. The first thing was toilet paper. And now, and now it's baby wipes. So then you have a bunch of people that have actual babies that yeah. wipe yeah. their butt. Like, Superstar Dude, it's just, I swear. Just people, run them under the sink. You'll be all right. Okay. Well, I think that covered a lot of what we wanted to talk about on this podcast. We're really excited to be back with you guys, the listeners. Um, Stuff to look forward to is definitely going to be more on biblical manhood. Uh, Like we said, we're going to do a six episode set. And um, today, obviously with a big focus was identity in Christ. And uh, we want to definitely encourage you guys to uh, continue in relationship with Jesus. Uh, You know, we want even for us, especially Byron, uh, to spend time in the word so that, uh, of course I'd let out air as I got really close to the microphone from stretching <laughs> so that we can emulate Christ daily. Um, and that's our encouragement for you guys is, I mean, even if you don't know Christ, like to know who Jesus is, um, love him and serve him. And, uh, you know, biblical manhood is going to be fun to go through. And we hope that you're just as excited as we are. Uh, you know, it's going to be a little bit different this time around. We got COVID-19 all around us and we're trying to keep all of our families alive. And, um, you know, COVID-19 is just a product of a broken world. And the, and the thing that we have is the hope of Christ. that's going to get us through it. Um, no matter what happens, uh, this might be a two man podcast next week. I may die, but we'll see. So tune in next week to figure out who lived (laughs) And who did not? Dang, you're trying to turn this podcast into Walking Dead right now, bro. (laughs) (laughs) All right, it's been real. Uh, Thanks for joining us again. Uh, It's a pleasure to be back with Jack and Byron. And it's not fake. First off, dudes, it was good being with you guys. Yep, it was awesome. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) Make sure that you, the listener, uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts so we. Uh, can know if we suck or not. All right, it's been fun. See you guys later. Peace. Deuces. Later.